As the church, we are in a season of waiting. We're waiting for the return of Jesus. Things are ramping up in the world and we can see the end clearer now than ever. Or maybe you're like me and you're waiting for some answers to your prayers. What are we supposed to do while we're waiting? Join me this week as we talk about what to do while we wait. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Waiting can be excruciating at times. I'm finding these times to be more and more like that. What about you? Many people that I've talked to have begun looking up and listening for the trumpet more than ever. I also believe that looking up and listening is keeping us from focusing on what we're supposed to be doing while we wait. The directive of the Great Commission hasn't changed from the day it was spoken by Jesus before he ascended to heaven. Of course, this is what we as followers of Jesus are hoping for, but during the wait, what are we supposed to do? We are first and foremost called to make disciples of all nations and to teach them to obey all that Jesus commanded. This will be an impossible task if we ourselves aren't doing it personally. This week, I want to share with you five things we're going to be doing as followers of Jesus while we wait for his return. Our prayer sheet this week will be prayers over our children to do the same things as they grow. The devotions this week will challenge you to step up your spiritual parenting in this area of your life. If you would like to join thousands of moms and dads around the world in praying these powerful prayers over your children's lives, click the link in the show notes to join the prayer tribe. Grab a piece of paper and a pen and write down these five things that you can be doing while you're waiting. Number one, while we wait, we must pray. We are all in this season of waiting. We may also be in a season of waiting in our personal lives. In the waiting, the most important thing we must be doing is praying. Look with me at Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. It says this, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And listen to this quote from my pastor that really stood out to me. He said, prayer has to be continual to be effective. Prayer requires the discipline of waiting to be effective. This is not the fast-paced, get answers from a search engine type of discipline that I'm talking about. Waiting is a discipline that not only changes the one being prayed for, but it also changes the one who's doing the praying. How many times have you given up on praying about something simply because you didn't get an answer? Or maybe you got an answer, but it wasn't the answer you were looking for. Or perhaps you just figured God wasn't interested in what you were asking of him. Waiting requires what I call stick to For prayer to be effective, we must be in it for the long haul, as long as it takes. We must willing to be waiting for the answers. The second thing we must do while we wait is endure. Endurance stays the course and it builds our spiritual muscles. Enduring hardship builds character and God is way more concerned about our character and the character of our children than he is anything else. It builds character has become a family mantra in our house when someone is going through hard times. 
Those hard times is what helps us to become more like Jesus. And that is his end game for us. God is way more concerned about our character than he is what we're going through at the moment. Hebrews 12, 7 reminds us to endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as sons and daughters. All else pales in comparison to a character that has been tried by the fire. While we wait, it is imperative that we learn to endure whatever it is we are going through. Thirdly, while we wait, we must remember that we can soar like eagles, like Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 tells us. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Who doesn't want to soar like eagles or run without growing weary and walk and not faint? We have this in Jesus, but it will take focus to achieve it. It's not any different than the athlete who practices the same things over and over again in order to master it. Just like the athlete's continual practice, focus produces strength in us and in our children. A constant dose of getting what we want when we want it produces entitlement. Strength, as it matures, gives us the ability to soar on eagle's wings, to run and not grow weary, and to walk and not be faint. In a culture that is constantly beating us down, focusing on Jesus and hoping in him is the ticket to victory. The fourth thing we must do while we wait is learn contentment. Contentment is being happy with what you already have. Always wanting the next best thing, whether it be a car, a house, a job, or even children, will rob us of the joy of the moment. No one knows better than Paul what it means to learn contentment. Look at what it tells us in Philippians 4.12. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. In this verse, Paul was very clear that he had learned contentment in every situation he was in. This is the secret to the following verse where Paul tells us, We can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Are you finding it hard to be content with all that is swirling around us right now? Contentment is a choice. It's not a feeling. And when we focus on Jesus, our heart's desires will be his desires. When our desires are his, nothing can stand in the way. Learning to be content will set your heart at peace and give you joy that you've never felt before. And the last thing I want to share with you today about waiting is that while we wait, we must exercise self-control. We're seeing many people lacking greatly in self-control lately. This is unbecoming of a child of God. Paul reminds us in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. While we're waiting, we are tempted to fear. This fear is not of God, but of our enemy. Waiting for something is an exercise in self-control. Learning and teaching self-control is a necessary discipline that produces character in those trained by it. It is also an open door for God's blessing in your life. We rob ourselves of his perfect gifts when we don't exercise that self-control. As followers of Jesus, we are rebuffed and mocked and persecuted more and more. Self-control on our part is going to be imperative. Reacting to the culture 
is not going to benefit anybody. But responding by engaging our brains rather than bypassing them is what is absolutely necessary. And mom and dad, can I just get a little personal here? It's our job as parents to teach our children self-control. It's going to be a battle. Our children don't enter this world with patience and long-suffering that it takes to master it. However, it is necessary in bringing them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. As they see you respond, they too will learn to respond rather than react to what's going on around them. While you wait this week, I want to remind you these five things. Pray, endure, remember that you can soar on eagle's wings during this time, learn contentment, and choose to be self-controlled. I hope this podcast has been helpful as you wait this week. Please stay tuned after I pray to hear about our marriage retreat that's coming up in a few weeks. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friend. Lord, I lift them up to you. We're all in a season of waiting for you to come back, and I can't wait until that day comes. But until that day comes, there's other things that we're waiting for. Lord, those answers to prayer and those things that are coming up, Lord, I pray that you would walk alongside of us in that, that we would stay focused on you, that we would be praying, that we would remember that even in the season of waiting, we can soar on eagle's wings. Lord, I want to thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. As my friend Jamie Bailey at Expedition Marriage says, your marriage is your best parenting tool. We at Raising Kids on Your Knees couldn't agree more. So join us September 10th through 12th, 2021 at beautiful Lake Junaluska, North Carolina for the very first Rest, Refresh, Renew Marriage Retreat. Rod and I, Chris and Jamie Bailey, and Taylor and Betsy Pendergrass will all be there to give you the tools you need to make your marriage a legacy changer. You can get all the details at raisingkidsonyourknees.org and click the marriage button. We hope to see you there.